Who's ready for a news drop? We've got some exciting news in regards to the SEC, more specifically my alma mater, and it's time for us to go ahead and hop in because I'm so excited for all of this. Welcome to this Friday edition of Jake's Take, and we're going to go right on into this exciting new adventure. Let's go. Let's go. Don't wait. What is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to Jake's Take. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Solomon at Jake's Take Podcast at Jake's 14. As always, this is sponsored by Variety Sports Network. I'm super grateful for everything they've been able to do for me for the past few weeks, and I can't wait to continue to grow with them. And if you thought that any idea of me not talking about football was ever going to end because of me talking about baseball in my most recent episode, well, if you remember that show, Good Luck Charlie from Disney Channel, Basically, yeah, good luck, Charlie, because we are back at it again, and we are on a focus with the SEC, and more specifically, Alabama. If you really thought that I could stop talking about the University of Alabama, more specifically their football team, you truly do not know me, because I bleed crimson and white. It's just who I am. But we got some news earlier on Tuesday that Nick Saban had agreed to a contract extension until the year 2030 to coach for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And the best way to really put it is with this video right here. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Being completely honest, I thought that was the best way to describe it. Yes, I know some people are going to look at it as, well, was Nick Saban going to go anywhere? Well, in my opinion, no, but there's always some rumor going around, like apparently how he was going to go to Texas once upon a time or back to the NFL, or how he was saying that he considered leaving for an analyst job. And I could see him one day still being an analyst, but I mean... This is still very huge for college football and for Nick Saban and most importantly, Alabama. Now, I know some people who aren't fans of Alabama are going to say how this is insane. What the heck? Why is this happening? Well, he wants to coach, you know, and we shouldn't let that stop him. I mean, hey, y'all let Mike Krzyzewski coach for a long time and that was okay. But when it's Nick Saban, it's wrong. I don't see the issue in that. Obviously, I'm biased because I went to Alabama and I graduated from there. So I think in this regard, I think let the man coach because obviously he still has a lot on his mind because in all defense, I definitely think that Nick Saban is doing this because he's not done with college football yet. He's proved all the doubters wrong, and he's also done so much for Alabama and for college football that many people aren't going to appreciate. You have to think about it. In 2009, Alabama had its first Heisman Trophy winner. They didn't have another Heisman Trophy winner until 2015. And then all of a sudden, in 2020 and 2021, he has back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners from not only a wide receiver and a quarterback, it's the first ever quarterback for college football from Alabama. That's huge. Isn't that wonderful and things that make sense? 
So I know some people are going to look at it and say, well, Nick Saban, you know, isn't good for college football. I think he is. Now, I know I'm biased. I know I went to Alabama. I understand that. But still, can you picture Nick Saban not in college football? And with that, it means that you've heard it, that Nick Saban is going to be coaching football for the University of Alabama until 2030. That's right. He signed an eight-year extension, and it's worth $93 million. And as one of my friends said, it's good to know that my student loans are going to the success. And I hope she was kidding, but I also don't know. But anyway, you know, it's really important to know that Nick Saban is going to be there because he's going to continue to not only make college football exciting, but also, you know, continue to make sure that the SEC runs through Alabama. No kidding there. I was on TikTok earlier and this guy who I follow, who I didn't realize was an Auburn graduate, was mentioning how he felt in regards to Nick Saban accepting this coaching offer and, you know, accepting a 93 million dollar contract and when he found out that it was 2030 his response was that's not even a real year one i feel like 2030 feels so long away but granted we thought that was the case with 2020 and that was two years ago but i think in this regard in 2030 a lot's definitely going to have changed now i remember when nick saban got to alabama in 2007 by that time alabama was struggling And if you are from the state of Alabama and you're an Alabama fan, you remember Auburn fans walking around with the number six on their hands saying that that's how many times that they beat you in a row. And I know that people are going to get mad about how Alabama treats Auburn, but we had to deal with that for six straight years. So I don't want to hear any complaining, Auburn. Not sorry. But after he came, he got it together. He had a year where he was figuring it out. Next year, 12-2. 2009, national champion. 2010, 10-3. 2011, national champion. 2012, national champion. He was setting that standard. And then after two years of not winning the national championship, he comes back in 2015 and wins. 2016, runner-up. 2017, wins. 2018 runner-up, 2019 obviously loses two games but still wins the Citrus Bowl, 2020 national champion, 2021 runner-up. You get the idea. Nick Saban is going to continuously have a great program at Alabama, but he's also a big reason why Alabama is growing as a school. Now, when I was going through the process of deciding where I wanted to go to school, Alabama was up there because it was still in-state and because it was close to home, but also far enough for me to have my own life. Yes, football was a plus, but it also has some good academics. Now, if you ask people who graduated from Alabama, especially people who are in the business school or a part of the communication school, which is where I was in, they are known for their PR program. They have a student-run PR agency, and they also have opportunities to be involved. Now, if you're wondering, is this me promoting Alabama and if you should go there? The answer is obviously yes, number one. Number two, no, they're not paying me, um, but I did pay them to go there for my college career, but that's a different story. 
I think in this regard, Nick Saban being there is great for the university because it's not only going to grab people from outside of the state, but it creates revenue, creates more opportunity, and it hopefully also allows the city of Tuscaloosa to finish any construction that they're doing in that city. Like, oh my gosh, please stop starting projects and then starting another one too. There are at least seven different projects going on at McFarland Boulevard. Please finish at least one of them before the next time I come down there. But what I'm trying to say is that while some people are groaning and shrugging about why Nick Saban is not retiring yet, it's still very important because he's maintained a close connection, not only with the city of Tuscaloosa, but in things such as Nick's kids and relationships with his former players. You also have to think about the people he brings in who are going to talk to his players. He just brought in Larry Fitzgerald, one of the best receivers of all time. He brought in Tom Rinaldi. He brought in Michael Phelps. Previously, he's brought in Ernie Johnson, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Mamba. He's bringing in these players and these coaches and these very important figures to talk to his players and also help them learn to be better players and better individuals. He's not just coaching to make people better players. He's coaching to make them better people. And that's what's important too. Now, I know that some people might look at that, but you have to consider what's the biggest part of being a coach? Is it the championships? Is it the accolades? Or is it the development you see in your players and your other coaches? I think at the end of the day, Nick Saban is still doing the right thing by overseeing the development of these players, whether they were five stars or they were three stars, but he's also making sure that they're successful. Another thing too that you have to realize is that with Nick Saban, it's become a more and more common for players to come back and graduate instead of going to the NFL. And players who do go to the NFL after their junior season come back and graduate. He makes them promise that they're going to come back and get their degree. And I mean, I think that's really important too, because I remember seeing Amari Cooper and HaHa Clinton Dix come back and walk for graduation. And I also remember seeing players like Mac Jones come back and get his master's or Jalen Hurts graduate or players like Damian Harris spend four years at Alabama. He's making sure that these players are prepared for the future But you have to overlook that his contributions aren't just for football in Tuscaloosa. It's for the development of these players and these coaches. Now, more on the topic of Nick Saban, I do want to highlight what was said by a very well-known journalist in the Birmingham area from WVTM 13. Rick Carl had posted on Tuesday kind of just a little snippet of really what it means for this change in development or even just extension. So what he mentions here is, I see a lot of people on social media pointing out Coach Saban's new contract extension. They're pointing out that $93.6 million over eight years is a lot of money to pay a football coach. I do want to remind you some of the generous things Nick and Terry Saban are doing with their money per the UAA Athletic Department. According to the Alabama Athletics, the Stabens have donated $1 million to UA's First Generation Scholarship Fund 
and led fundraising efforts for the new St. Francis Catholic Church Student Center, which is named in their honor. The Sabins of the Nix Kids Foundation also helped the Tuscaloosa Juvenile Detention Center build a state-of-the-art welding and GED classroom addition. Most recently, they announced plans for the Sabin Center, which creates a learning center on the Black Warrior River that brings together the Children's Hand-On Museum, the Tuscaloosa Public Library, and the Tuscaloosa Children's Theater. On paper, it might seem like giving Nick Saban money and all this money to coach a dominant team doesn't make sense. But when you break it down and see how he's been able to create an impact throughout Tuscaloosa, it means a lot because he came in and was starting to create these organizations and these projects. And if you have been around Tuscaloosa and run into Terry Saban, she's in charge of all these too. He's putting all this money that he's making into the community. I know I was giving the city of Tuscaloosa a hard time because they're always starting new projects when it comes to McFarland or something. But having a project where you're tying in the Children's Hands-On Museum, the library, and the Children's Theater, and creating a learning center on the Black Warrior River, that's huge. Tuscaloosa isn't typically known for being a city where you have families and kids, but now you're giving more opportunities and more engagement for these families. And to also see that they're focusing on creating a welding center and a GED classroom addition for the juvenile detention center, that means that he's focusing on the kids' development. How many football coaches do we know that come in and say, I'm going to focus on the kids I have and whoever wants to leave can leave? I know that he's focusing on his players, but you have to understand that being a coach, and this is going into his... 16th year in the program, he's still keeping up with former players and former coaches too. I mean, Lane Kiffin is a prime example. He had just mentioned how going to work for Nick Saban was probably one of the biggest helps in his career. Same with Steve Sarkeesian. Kirby Smart has said that. My point being is that just because Nick Saban got all this money, it doesn't mean he's just going to go out and spend it on a bunch of Little Debbie cakes and coffee or a bunch of cars or a bunch of lake houses. He might buy a lake house. I don't know. But it's important to know that he's giving back to the community because he's been here for 16 years. This is the longest he's been in a coaching role. And it shows that he wants to give back to this community because this community has not only become home, but it's become the home to his family to his grandkids, and many people who have been impacted by him, whether it's through football or whether it's through community service. And I think that's pretty cool. So should teams in the SEC be scared? And the nicest way possible, yes. Now, remember a few years ago when Alabama welcomed Johnny Manziel and Alabama lost? Well, after that, Nick Saban changed his approach when it came to recruiting. Each time that the football game changes or the game of football changes, he changes too. He used to just stay in one area. That's not a thing anymore. He's brought in different playmakers. He's utilizing the transfer portal. He's adapting college football to make sure that he's not missing a step. In a time where you could see that 
coaches are finding their way to be forced out, no one's forcing him out. But you look at players and you look at his background and he's not slowing down. And every coach has the utmost respect for him. Yes, the fans might not, but I mean, some fans are allowed that. You have to remember, there are certain coaches that I don't like, and that's okay. I'm not telling everyone that they need to like Nick Saban, but what I am saying is that you have to respect his greatness. He's come a long way, he's worked hard, and he's brought a lot of championships, culture, and growth to this university. I remember when I was a student there, there was one time where Nick Saban went off on the media. Now, you might be thinking, but doesn't he do that all the time? Well, yes, but it's still really cool. And one of the things that he was saying was, we're not doing this for you. We're doing this for the students and we're doing this for the fans. And I think I was a freshman at the time when he had said that. I was just thinking, wow, you know, how many coaches actually think about something in this regards when we had a one point win? He's looking out for the people there. And it's also really cool to know how much of a difference he has made for these players here. I mean, you see how there are people who want to go on and make bigger and better things. Bo Scarborough said that once he's done playing football, he wants to be a, an FBI agent. That's amazing. That's incredible. And to have that support too, I mean, having all these players who not only are focused on education and becoming better people, but also finding ways to give back, that's one of the best things about being a coach there is. So I'm excited for the next eight years. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. But I also know that as the game changes, Nick Saban's going to change with it. He's going to still be hard on his players because he knows that they need it. But he's also ready to see what this team needs. And also, you know, this contract extension does mean that he's ready for revenge. I know I said it before, but Jimbo, he's not holding back. Kirby, he's not holding back. Lane, um, I don't think he's holding back either. And sorry, Sark, I know this is going to be the first time you face him, but I don't think he wants to show you any mercy. Besides, I feel like last year we showed it some mercy and we really should not have. But at the end of the day, this is a big thing for Alabama. This is a huge commitment. But we also know that Alabama needs it because, remember, before Nick Saban, there was a revolving door of coaches at Alabama. I usually call it the Mike area because we had three coaches named Mike. Granted, one of them didn't really coach. But I think with this, it's something that Alabama needs. And, you know, who else to fill his big shoes than Nick Saban himself? But that is going to do on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for all your love and support. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Jake's Take Podcast or my personal Instagram, Jake Still 14. You can also find us at Variety Sports on Twitter and Instagram at Variety underscore sport underscore. And I'm so excited for all the love, all the support. We are almost at a thousand streams. I am so excited. Thank you so much to everyone for everything you all have done. I really cannot put into words what it means. As always, thank you so much. And like I said, football season's coming up, so we're going to see more focus on football-based episodes. 
I cannot wait. It's going to be great. And drop a like, drop a follow, subscribe. Thank you so much. Send this out to your friends. And continue to be the best version of you. Be creative. Love each other. Make happiness. Create adventures. Continue to inspire interest and influence the people around you. And as always, I will see and hear from y'all later. Take care. Find some